Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now this one was sent to me over on Twitter. It's from Tway for Good who says, Me, 28 male, with my girlfriend, or ex now I think, 28 female of four years. We set up a life in a home and she just ended it after realizing she needed to find herself. So this is fresh, probably too fresh to post anything, but I don't really have any family or people to talk to. So here it goes. Girlfriend just ended our four-year relationship after I did some poking and prodding. We have a house, a life. I just finished saving for a ring last week. Tomorrow we have reservations for our four-year anniversary. I'm hyperventilating a bit. The story is a little complicated. She has a hereditary disease her whole life. We started dating when she was in remission of sorts and she got sick again about a year in. It's been a mess of new drugs, sickness, health, etc. for her. We've made it through together and made our bond very strong. I own my own business so I was able to work and support us both when she couldn't work her full-time job. However, this business found me pretty successful at a young age. I fell into a deep, deep depression. She helped me through that just by being there, but it's been rough. I gained back 90 of the 100 pounds I lost in high school, drank heavily, I became much more withdrawn. I lost my lust for life, all for a business. She's always been the type to never speak up. She never wants to upset anyone to a fault. She was walked over in past relationships, jobs, etc., I pushed as hard as I could to figure out simple things like what she wants to eat for dinner. The doctors had a note not to trust what she says because she's oftentimes more sick than she says she feels. About 18 months ago, we made the decision to move after living together for a year out of the city. The city was killing us and we picked out a house in our dream location. I purchased it knowing full well it's not smart to own a house with an SO you are not married to. We made the decision she'd finally quit her job and go back to school for a career she loves. It took her a whole relationship to do so. I've been supporting us 100% the whole time. Without her asking, she's always felt terrible about it. This change kicked me out of my depression. We were in a place that I could thrive in. She could go to school and work and we could have a family. I hired people, started working a normal schedule, stopped drinking heavily and most importantly, My focus was life again, not business. I was living for experiences. She loved the change in me. We were more active. She dove into school and all was good. We talked heavily about marriage, had a rough time frame. Everything was going really great. Then she got sick in October, like really sick. Six weeks in the hospital, I hired extra people and commuted five hours a day to see her, only missing three days. She ultimately had surgery and had been recovering at home the past month, able to get out and about a bit. 
I noticed a change as she was in the hospital. She wasn't excited to see me. I started having panic attacks when I got home due to the hours and schedule. I had thoughts of overwhelming dread that she was actually falling out of our relationship. We talked about it and she assured me that was not the case. And through some reading, I found that these thoughts were part of the depression I thought was gone. As she's home recovering, I've done everything I can. I noticed our sporadic conversations about the future stopped. She turned away or changed the subject when I mentioned kids. She never kissed me. I had to kiss her. No hugs, no nothing. So finally tonight, I just pushed her. I could only ask, you okay? So much as I had the past four months. She broke. She said she had a lot of time to think in hospital. She said she wasn't living for herself and she needs to find herself. And she feels horrible because for four years, I've pushed her daily to find her passions and follow them not to think of others in such an extreme. I did this because that's what I do. I work my dream job and I want that for her. She says she feels like she's holding me back. She loves me and I think I believe that because she's refusing to let me settle. But damn, do I still love her? Most upsetting, she said that she's never felt at home in our house. She's felt like it was always mine and she was a girlfriend staying over. I pressed this issue before we moved, asking her where she'd like to live. Anywhere in the world, I can work from anywhere. She said this was a great idea. Please know that I've also got no design sense. I'm just the muscle. So it's not a matter of my stuff being all over the place. She's decorated very nicely. So here I sit, sober, crying, fat, with no one to call. No close family or friends in a 120 mile radius. I can't bring myself to open the door to the office I just built out for her new career. And the paint is literally drying from earlier tonight. We moved to a family area. No more college scene. I read advice to throw yourself into work. And I have a job that almost killed me once. I will be alone in this house that was in two to three years meant for our family. Money is not an issue. I love the area. I love our home. And I do not wish to leave. It truly is my dream to live here. It was my dream to live here with our family that we had planned. Life lesson, nothing is set in stone. So, how do I even start to cope? We still love each other. We're best friends. I'm going to sleep in our bed because I can't bring myself to sleep in the guest room and she doesn't want me to. She's going to stay while we untangle our life and she, along with my family and hers, are afraid of what I'll do to myself. I'm not going anywhere. I've never been suicidal, but I sure as hell can't drink this one away because the drinking won't stop. But she's going to leave, like soon. I know it's not fair to hold on to the idea that she might just need to do some soul searching and come back. And I know that, being so sick for so long, she really didn't have a chance to figure out what she wanted. But I just can't help but feel absolutely gutted that it took this long for it to come out, because I can't see my life without us. It's the most life-shattering thing I've ever felt. And there is updates to this post as well, but Body Snatcher says, you have been so good to her. Now it is time to be good to yourself. First, therapy. First thing tomorrow. I don't care how inconvenient it is. Do it. Next, gym membership. Working out will be good for your mind and body. Just remember you are strong and independent and you can survive anything. Speed up the untangling of your lives. I know you love her, but she can't just hang around the house, keeping the two of you in limbo. Tell her she's either in or out. You're not sleeping in the same bed as her. You don't deserve that kind of pain. Opie replies saying thank you for this. 
got a therapist as my top priority now and have left messages at three holiday week no one is in. I have a lot of unresolved childhood issues that will probably need a lot of help. I've been pushed towards therapy and refused my whole adult life. It's time. I think we'll be done in a couple of days. I've got my mum coming whenever she leaves for good. I don't think it's good for me to be alone right now and I'm already down 15 pounds. Been working out for a couple of months now. Cook23 says in quotes, she says she wasn't living for herself then goes on to say, how the fuck is that compatible with this? And quotes again, for four years, I've pushed her daily to find her passions and follow them. Then carries on to say, please, please, please tell me you've got some better kind of explanation. This reasoning doesn't add up. OP replies saying, I think that we both kept making small sacrifices for each other until we turned into shells of ourselves. It can only add up for so long until you just can't keep justifying them. In my case, I've been so afraid to be alone that I don't think I would have done anything without her intervention. But a big part of her speaking up was that she knew this, tried to fix it by following me and hoping things would click for her, and they didn't. She knew she was holding me back. She knew she would never be happy and that I wouldn't do anything about it myself. But we care for each other enough to have wanted to try every possible thing. We just ran out of things and I guess we had to face reality. Opie then comes in with her next update, which says the past 24 hours have been a beautiful and sad journey. After the initial shock wore off, we've done a lot of talking and for the first time, we've been completely honest with each other at the same time. We've been waiting and waiting for our relationship to fit into the life we've built around it. We've had a hard go at it with the sickness, depression and ultimately the transitional time in our lives. It was a hard time for everyone around us, getting out of college and finding ourselves. We both care so much for each other that we tried to force it to work, ultimately denying our own desires in the process. Personally, I admitted to myself that I'm more afraid to be alone in this house and area than I am upset our time living together is ending. I've struggled with this since we moved here 18 months ago because this is my dream. However, I've had serious doubts about our relationship and the thing that kept me from saying anything was a fear of the unknown, a fear of living alone as an adult for the first time in my life. Ex-girlfriend was very clear that it's not fair for me to feel guilty about the life I've built, and this is very true. Likewise, it is not fair to blame her for not wanting the same life. I do wish she had spoke up sooner, but ultimately, I love her for trying to make it work because she wanted me to be happy. Ex-girlfriend simply does not know what she wants. She thought she wanted a house, kids, and a family. And when they started coming, she realized that she didn't know what she wanted. She only knows that she doesn't know what she wants. We are both adamant that life is too short to settle. This is important. We've been living as best friends for a long time now. Years maybe. Saying this out loud was a relief because it does not mean either of us want our relationship to end. It just needs to evolve into its proper state. We decided to take a week off to pack up her stuff and while it's sad, it's amazing to be with each other now this is out in the open. Sure, there is this initial feeling of hatred at everything that reminds us of a relationship because it's a hard thing to close, an overall happy time in your life when you know it's for the best. But this is not an angry breakup and it's been important to realize that the memories of these objects are all good memories. When the sweeping feelings of fear and sadness go away, happiness will remain. I've come to realize that it's not healthy to fill a void in oneself with a relationship. My biggest fear is being alone because I don't yet know how to do that. This relationship became a way for me to fill that void and avoid the fear. I know the process is just starting and I know there will be some hard days ahead. 
but I have a feeling that I felt much more alone in our relationship the past year than I will outside of it. Ex-girlfriend and I aren't denying that we are very good friends, so this isn't goodbye. It's a change in living situation and a new personal journey for the both of us. And so life goes on. I started the hunt for the right therapist and my short-term plan is to get through moving her out. I will admit that the thought of taking her key is terrifying and I miss the small things like the tampon box in the closet and the shoes all over the entry. But as time passes, I think the sadness will reside and only happy memories will remain as we reminisce and catch up over lunch someday soon. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Update 2. I didn't know what to expect from this event because I've been dreading it for over a year. It's fair to say that the anxiety, worry, and pain it caused in that time ran my life. I didn't take inventory of this worry though until we separated. Today, I find myself with a familiar pit in my stomach. The one that's become a companion of sorts since we bought the house and then remember that there is nothing to worry about is done and I truly feel much better. I have a lot of anxiety about the future. I've come to terms with the fact that I've been preparing for marriage and a child in serious ways and that plan is on hold ex-girlfriend and I have been living together since we decided to part ways a couple of days ago. We didn't know what else to do. It just felt wrong and inappropriate to rip the band-aid after such an amicable decision. But I think we're both skeptical that it wasn't a good idea. It turns out it was the best thing we could have done because it took some time for us to open up and ultimately resolve this entire thing. Last night I came home from being out most of the day letting her pack. She hadn't got much done kind of started a few chores and was visibly shaken she saw me and started crying because i would find out later she really thought i was making up the whole we've been living as best friends thing to get her through the move out she sees how much i do love and care for her and it upset her because she thought she would be breaking my heart it's important to note that this illustrates her issues putting others ahead of yourself is mostly a good thing but when you value the simple happiness of those around you over your long-term emotional well-being to the extent it affects your quality of life, it's unhealthy. I recognized this and was hell-bent on making sure she wasn't staying the rest of the week just for me. This was the catalyst for probably the most honest and healing talk we've ever had. We sat on the couch for hours, talking about us and what happened. Ultimately, she saw that I was completely honest with her and that changed everything both felt the same way for so long once that veil of romantic relationship was lifted and the expectation was gone we instantly opened up and have actually been closer than we've ever been 
is strange and unexpected, but I think it's welcomed from both sides. We have a very special relationship. It just isn't romantic. I think the most complicated thing about the situation is how simple it is. We are two people that fell in love and that love transformed into love of two close friends over time. We saw it all the way to the end, as far as we could go before a refused proposal ruined our relationship. We tried, it just didn't work that way. She told me that she had waited for months because she had no idea her feelings were mutual. Years of business have taught me not to wear my heart on my sleeve and while I live with these thoughts, I was very careful not to show my hand. Why? It's complicated. Our relationship was an ebb and flow of emotion. She was extremely sick at times and extremely healthy at other times. I was the same with my depression. I've always been her main caregiver during this and those doubts became hard to justify as true or circumstantial for both of us. Our relationship was very much that of a parent and child at times. It became a waiting game. It's not easy to think straight when you're spending 40 hours in the car six weeks in a row with your life on hold or working a job you hate because you don't want to upset your coworkers by leaving. As we always experienced periods of health after the sickness, there was always a light at the end of the tunnel. We both care for each other so much and understood sickness that we didn't want to be the determining factor in our future healthy lives. So we both waited. In the spurts of good health, we continued to build the life we thought we wanted, never stopping to assess the one determining factor together, our relationship. We simply thought we needed to see the big picture. And in a way, I think we did. Now that life is set up, there are no doubts in either of our minds. We talked a lot about the timing because she felt terrible it came up when she was in the hospital around the holiday. Keep in mind, she had thought this was one-sided. So she had wanted to say something but didn't want to ruin this time of year. I think this was the first time she really knew I was being truthful when I said I felt the same way and there has never been a good time to do this. She said she felt guilty because she wanted us to see each other's families one last time. This was a green light for my ultimate conclusion that we weren't crazy. This had simply turned into a great friendship. I asked her if we were old friends from college. What would have been different about our holiday? She and I both spend days with others' friends' families this time of year. And besides maybe sharing a bed, instead of taking the floor, there was no difference. We are very close friends with each other's family members. And none of those relationships have to change. I think in the end, we're going to go on to stay good friends with very little break because that's what we've been for two years. We both think our friendship will grow now that the awkward expectation of romance no longer exists and we're mutually happy about it. I am very scared to be alone and that is my next big adventure. It's going to be one day at a time and I'm not looking for a big break until I venture on to start the family hunt from zero. But I know that I have to be okay here by myself to have any sort of chance at a healthy relationship in the future. So that's what I'll do first. And OP's final update. Today, she moved out of our home. We always called it a home, but I don't think we ever got there. I think it was just a house to both of us. The whole family decided to come. We are very close and I've always felt closer to them than almost my entire real family. A lot of my pain did come from our separation because there truly is no heartbreak there. We love each other deeply, but it is familial love. It has not been romantic love for a long time. My pain came from the thought I was losing part of my family. Their friendship, their intelligence, and their love are all things I've come to feel on my own. And so they came to help her, sure, but they also came to support me. 
They came to hug me and cry with me and to let both of us know that this is not crazy but the most mature and perfect thing to do. They came to make sure I knew we'd be sailing and laughing around the dinner table soon. Mostly they came to move her things into the truck and then move my extra stuff from the basement to the empty spaces. They did this out of love and I felt that deeply all day today. This whole experience sounds like bullshit to most and if I were reading this, I would agree. What happens when one of us moves on and starts seeing someone else? We don't know, but we do know that we both want to see the other happy. And we both lived in this relationship with so much guilt, watching the other compromise to try and make it fit. In the days that followed our decision to separate, we felt a lot of things. It took a lot of time for us to sort through years of buried thoughts and emotion. We did that, lifting the pressure of romance and embracing the warmth of close friendship. And I'm glad we had our week because I don't think our relationship has ever been better. Ultimately, we're doing this for the right reasons and we're doing it for very similar reasons. I have a lot of unresolved issues and my alone time in the past has led to drinking issues and depression because I just didn't have the skills to conquer it. I'm afraid to be alone. I can't build a healthy relationship until I learn how to do this. I've been debating our relationship for years against being alone and while it wasn't the correct decision, it was always the easy one. I spent years taking care of her and it was out of love, but it was also because taking care of myself was harder. This is wrong and not fair to myself or her. She has never been alone and has seek the happiness and validation of others to bring herself happiness. She has stayed in situations not for herself but for others involved because of this. She went to college her parents wanted and stayed because her roommate wanted her to. She was destroyed in previous relationships because she put her needs second and was walked all over. She stayed in horrible jobs for years because she didn't want to inconvenience her superiors by having to hire a new person. She moved up here for me because she did not know what she truly wanted. She will not be successful in a relationship until she can put herself first and know she is not compromising herself for the other person. And she was able to finally recognize that because of our relationship. There is no denying that our time together has been the best of both of our lives. And there is absolutely a great sadness that it is over. This is not jargon to avoid that. As we separated and untangled our stuff, we were regaining our own individuality and independence. This week, there was a lot of crying, but the tears were happy. We've had so many good experiences that we've both grown into better people because of the other. Reliving the past four years was therapeutic and beautiful. It brought us closer together as friends, and we celebrated that this experience will only get better from here. We have a long road ahead, and our first lesson is that we are not we anymore. I am me and she is herself. We have both spent a long time living one life and we both agree that while it probably isn't what two perfect emotional people would do, it is an amazing experience that we wouldn't change. We both become better people because of each other. And that's a successful relationship in my book. But it is no longer our house, our bedroom or our fridge. It is mine because I live alone now. It is important for me not to cry every time I slip and say we because I do not yet have any I memories. That will come next, and scary as it might be, I am excited. I will make my house a home. I will not drink to bury the fear, and I will begin therapy and move past my demons. I look forward to learning the fine art form of me. I thank you all for the support this week, Reddit. You've been very kind, and I think this will be my last update for the time being, as I take on the next chapter of an already incredible life.
And like I always say, I do love a post like this once in a while, how you can see OP's real deep thoughts and processes and how they dealt with their relationship when it was coming towards the end. And I am sorry that your relationship did go that way in the end, but it sounds like it was the best for both of you and you still were in each other's family's lives as well. So it sounds like a good thing in some ways. And that must still really hurt at the same time though. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to OP after that story? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 